lies of the multifaceted, multi-complex system of living that people are living. Stuck in inertia, that's a diversion. Government worship, instead we are searching. Ancient mysteries, ancient history, sacred energy, and how to discern it. Human autonomy, truth and philosophy, UFOlogy, human psychopathy, super anomalies, human ecology, you with lobotomies up in your consciousness. All the thoughts that we've been dancing around the system wants to blow your candle out. But we won't let it, we reject it with our pathetic lies, so we chant it down. Welcome back to Chen It Down. I'm your host, Loomis. Chen It Down Radio.com is the website. There you can check out all kinds of different material and more information. But this is episode 254. Welcome to the show. This is a roundtable featuring Legit Matt and Nate from Reality Czars. And it was actually meant to be a bigger roundtable, but it is what it is. And we branched off into many topics and never checked out legit bad i strongly recommend their podcast it's like a family podcast lots of humor and reality stars is also a very fun podcast into this stuff too uh we only got one of the members nate but uh we'll get him on again with uh, paranoid american so that completes the duo anyway check those out very successful podcasts it starts off with the biggest question where do we see america going and of course there's america is in uh tumultuous times it's always kind of on the edge of some type of catastrophe explosion or uh, change in the global chessboard and we know that you know the next year's an election year so they like to pull shit off so anyway we're um trying to uh you know kind of speculate on what may go on in the future there's so much kind of at stake america's definitely you know in its rotting stages so we definitely will talk about it uh if this is your first listen to chant it down this is it yeah, i have 10 years of material here and no show is an old show so we go through all the art per- peruse to the archives there's you know, uh, shows way back all the way to the beginning that matter now. It's material that can help you on your journey, help you clarify truth, and it does a lot of good for a lot of people. And if you find value to this show, then um, I recommend taking the extra step and going over to Patreon and becoming a member and subscribe to Afterthoughts. In turn, you get Afterthoughts, the extra show I do, plus... Um, my album and uh, other material that I don't release on this show, as well as what you do for me is to be funding my documentary 
on worldwide megalithic sites and lots of truth. So coming out next year. And if you want to also check out some of the videos this show has, go to Rumble and Odyssey. Uh, just subscribe to those channels. Everything you do, leave reviews. Uh, you know, and two more shoes, shows to close out the year. And uh, much love, you guys. Enjoy this podcast. Welcome, everybody, back to Chen It Down. I'm your host, Loomis. ChenItDownRadio.com is the website. This is episode 254. And today we have a, a roundtable of great podcasters and like minds. Uh, truth podcasts have become the new media. It's the last bastion of free speech on the internet. And since at least 2020, more and more people have been tuning into truth podcasts for a sense of sanity that makes people feel less alone and understand that it's no accident or coincidence that the world has come unraveled at the in the at the edges and by design. And and um, I, I to have a great conversation today, I brought on uh, Nate from. Uh, from uh, Reality Zars and uh, Joe, Jen, and Ben from uh, Legit Bat. And uh, we might have some other people join us in a little bit, but welcome everybody to Chan It Down. How's it going, buddy? Hey. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Well, uh, I thought we'd open up this conversation with uh, kind of a serious topic, but I think it's important nonetheless, is that, and that's the possible train coming at everyone, I would say, and that's the future of America. Um, we're all from America and we see many levels of what's going on. And we got a presidential selection or I mean, election next year. And we have the most divided country without a civil war, um, millions of immigrants being let in billions of dollars going to Ukraine, Israel. Uh, the general sentiment of struggle has probably never been more apparent with things like um, inflation and homeless camps and dysfunction in every major city. The woke never more fooled and boosted and the general public more dumbed down than ever. So I I'm sure I missed some things. Um, maybe Biden's a clone or some guy with a mask on. But but just those points alone uh, doesn't take it, it, it you know, doesn't take much to see that shit's kind of going down. So I'll go around the table here and let you guys say your piece on, uh, you know, what you guys see coming down the barrel with uh, this crazy world we live in. Whoever wants to. Hey, you want to start us out? We're still trying to figure out our audio over here. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, sure. No no worries. Uh, fuck, man. What the hell's going on with America? Yeah. God damn, man. Like, okay. So I guess, like you said, we got the selection coming up. We got a. Uh, America's top president in 2024 coming up. Um, I think if we were actually allowed to vote and votes actually count, probably Trump would, would win. Uh, what do I actually think is going to happen? I have no fucking idea. I mean, I, I don't think Joe Biden's alive now. I don't think he was alive four years ago. No. Um, if he is alive, I, I don't think that they're going to run with him. Um I, yeah, fuck the Democrats. I have no idea what the fuck the Democrats are going to do. Uh, but I know that they're probably going to try to steal the election again just to piss off, like, the patriot class. And uh, I think maybe we'll get another PSYOP and another uh, bullshit thing that happens then. Um, I think there could be a nice big crackdown that happens. Uh, I, I got boomer con friends that are in my ear whispering to me that there's actually not going to be an election that like yeah. is going to happen. And then Biden's going to have to hold on to power. The Democrats are going to fucking stop the election. And, 
It's going to turn that in 2022, to be fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's goofball bullshit, dude. I, ha- I have to tell him to calm down. Like, you remember, like, in October 4th or whatever, when they were doing that thing, like, my buddy had, like, wrapped his phone in tinfoil and put it in the microwave and shit to get ready for it. And, like, <laughs> like I mean, dude, what are they going to fucking do? So they're going to download all my fucking spicy memes off my phone. They are, they're already looking at it anyways. Like, do you want to see my dick pics that bad, government? Like, you, you already know what my dick looks like. I know you do. Like, so... I, I just everybody does honestly man i'm just living my fucking best life taking care of my fucking family i don't give a fuck about the election selection any president's not my president and i'm just gonna keep on fucking taking care of myself because fuck america (laughs) that's a good sound bite (laughs) (laughs) well what do you guys think all this stuff coming up oh dude i i'm so out of the loop with ever since i mean the last few years i just I mean, I see all the stuff on Instagram. That's basically where I get my news, which is probably bad, but I see both sides of it because you see the uh, the hard right people, you know, talking about Trump's going to come back. And then you got the other people. Oh, Biden's going to or Newsom's going to run or whatever. I don't think it fucking matters. It doesn't matter to me at all. I don't really think it matters to the country because I don't think they're really having. I just had this conversation with Ryan and Ghost, and uh, I don't think they hold as much power as people give them credit for, uh, especially Biden. I said, they just kind of stick things in front of him and he draws on it with a crayon and then they're like, oh, this bill passed and here we are. So, I, yeah, it doesn't really matter to me as far as the elections go. Uh, what I do see coming down, and this has been called ever since I can remember, every four years we get some kind of virus or pandemic or something. And it looks like they're pushing disease X, whatever the fuck that is. I saw something on that the other day. And I mean, just in time. It's December. Why not? Who knows if we're going to have lockdowns by March again? I don't know. Probably just going to ignore it anyway this time. And I think a lot of other people are going to, too. We're also going to see a lot of people masking and social distancing and being generally fucking goobers like last time. So that's what I think is going to happen the next couple months, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. Could they pull off another one again? Do you think another pandemic? They're going to try, man. I've had five videos in the last month taken down from YouTube, like videos that have been on there for like a year and a half, two years. And they're just going through them. I don't know if you guys noticed that, like the censorship is definitely ramped up there. Like, and it's all for medical misinformation. I've been saying wild shit. I've been like the entire time and YouTube didn't give a fuck, dude. I would say literally every episode I would start for a minute. I'd be like, Bill Gates is a fat fucking tranny with sweet tits. That's trying to give everyone (laughs) AIDS with a vaccine. That's how I would start the fucking show. And I was live streaming to YouTube every fucking time. And now they're giving me strikes and taking my shit down. Like that's weird. They they kind of stopped. I mean, I was getting nicked on Instagram. I haven't been nicked on YouTube. I don't think at all, but I also don't put that much stuff up there, but I was getting nicked on Instagram. Like every few weeks I was getting something either taken down or getting flagged or whatever. And that stopped about a year ago. I don't know if it's because I kind of like, started uh you know using double speak and kind of like implying things instead of saying it outright but they kind of pulled back on that a little bit but i'm assuming if they're going to go into a new disease era they're going to start looking back through all your medical misinformation from last time and be like "Ooh, can't have that how did that slip through the cracks they have ai AI that's like going through your audio and fucking picking up like keywords and then just like Dude, by the time it's done uploading to YouTube, they have a transcription available of everything you said. 
which kind of freaks me out, but it's up there anyway. So who cares? It's going to be used in our Scott fucking Moore court case, that. dude, when we're lined up against the wall and shot in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> but YouTube's gotten more lenient over the the last year or so. I've got stuff up there. I don't put too much stuff up there either, but I'm like, whoa, that's still up there. Amazing. I didn't even get any strikes. No, I'm surprised at some of the stuff we have up there too. Yeah. I think it's just because their channel's so small and the algorithms like fuck it, they're small potatoes. Who they also don't care anymore. They're like, we got all the people we're going to get with this, and we're done now. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they they'll have a new thing and they'll try to figure out who's going to fall for it and who's not going to. And if you're saying something on your channel that goes against the mainstream narrative, then you'll get taken down. I'm not saying it's going to be a pandemic again. It could be literally anything. You know, it would be the uh, ultimate. Uh, mind fuck is they go into the new the new uh disease era and they're talking about i mean a lot of things have been coming out about the the <clears throat> the, the stabby jab from last time and about how it maybe wasn't as good as they said maybe it is causing some side effects wouldn't it be the ultimate like reverse psychology if they started pulling down provax people because they're like <laughs> no 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 this goes against the narrative now this is it was actually bad and now you're going against the mainstream narrative until we're all so confused and divided to do that they'll be like nobody yeah. cares anyway it's no big <laughs> deal i think that's what's coming for our future and we need to be united more than ever right now we need yeah. to stop being so angry at people even people who don't agree with us even people who get vaccinated i've said that for a long time like stop bitching about what other people are doing and just try to find a common ground because the powers that be just want us divided. I'm too tuned out to even be angry anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I see I people it. with masks every day, especially now in December. I see people with masks still every day, alone in their car, you know, in the store by themselves, on their babies, whatever. And I just kind of like, hello, and carry on with my day. I'm like, but imagine what, what mind fuck that would be to the elites if we could all get along. Like if we just hung out with masked and vaccinated people, and we're totally fine, and we just played cards against humanity. And I just think shot we the could. And said, fuck I think the they wouldn't want to because we weren't wearing masks. You know. I know, but we just find a common ground. That's how people are. You have you ever met someone you don't like, and you have to find a way all to like the them because you have to work together, right? Eh. So it's like that. If we all did that, the government would flip the fuck out. They'd have to do the alien invasion. They would They'd be like, to, all right, yeah. well, They'd we have got to nothing. Do something crazy. Yeah. I'll find a way to tolerate them, but I'm not going to force myself to like them or even act like I like them. I'll, I'll tolerate you, though. I'll be courteous, but that's better. I, I try to, to get on anyone's level if I possibly can and just, you know, like them for who they are. And I, I think, you know, that that wasn't the case a few years ago when shit was, you know, unraveling and all this uh, oppression I had here in Hawaii where I could not, not even go anywhere except a grocery store. So but now I'm just like, you know what, I don't I don't want to fight people and argue with people and you know so it, i've gotten just to where I, if i can get on the same level as somebody somewhere where they could be my friend and that's just uh a, if we could all do that that'd be awesome but i don't know if they turn up the division with uh election stuff next year and like i like all of you said i don't care a shit about presidents or anything but uh the way that they push that on the average people i could see that being a um kind of a big deal next year for you know mainstream people yeah, i think 100%. a lot more people are like that too now especially after the last few years i think a lot more people are on the train of you know what fuck politics nothing ever changes no matter who wins we lose so who gives a shit there's a lot of people i've been seeing lately that are like i'm not even voting anymore who gives a shit oh if you if you don't vote you can't complain <laughs> eh, fucking watch me i'll complain all day yeah i agree i agree i don't i don't know i what, what do you think ben i, I haven't which I, I definitely 
I mean, we all we've mentioned this before a lot of times in the shows. It, it tends to be a pitfall of podcasts and communities that talk about problems and then leave out a solution. Um, and I like for the most part that Jen always goes towards a solution, like just even something as simple as everybody getting along, um, which obviously is easier said than done. We've all met those people that it's hard to get along with them. That's why communism doesn't work. <clears throat> well, it's hard when they're attacking you first. So that's the problem is we have to try to get along in the face of someone coming at us. That's hard. Yeah. I, I think when it comes to what, what the future of America holds, I think that is such a massive fat man nuke of a question because in all honesty, we all know shit's going to start popping off in January instantly. And we're going to, we're going to watch it for the next 12 months, 13, 14 months. If there is a turnover, I, I, I can't imagine. And I, again, don't really care. I don't care who gets voted in because I have no confidence in one, the people that they hand us to vote. Again, there are thousands of people that register to for, for running for president and you only ever hear about like 15 to 20 candidates and then they give you who you're supposed to vote for in each of the party nominations. They give you so, the two to pick from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a magician's trick. I've said that before. It's like a, a, a card force where they're like, it's up to you to choose, but really they know the two you're going to choose and they know what those two are and it was already predetermined, you know? Right. And exactly. And it's the same example I always use. If my kid comes down and asks me what's for breakfast and I say, you know, Captain Crunch or Cocoa Puffs, he thinks he's making a choice. But in reality, there's fucking bacon and eggs in the fridge. And I, yeah. because I didn't list it as an option, he thinks he's choosing his breakfast. And it's like, no, it's not. And I, not only do I not care about that, but what bothers me is that that is just the floppy ghost for them to use the momentum to finally get to the eggs bags and aiken wow eggs and bacon uh to twist things that do affect our lives and those are on the plateaus where we don't really have any control over it, they're just a figurehead to use that as a momentum to push what they want in either direction so i don't trust either party i don't trust either of the figureheads and i don't trust our voting system whatsoever so where does that leave us well it leaves us wherever the fuck it is that we're going back when the elections were happening we had just started our podcast and i said the same thing we actually had ryan and uh, brandon was still on the show for dangerous world when we had this and i said i don't think that we can do anything about the freight train that's already going full steam down the track the only thing i think that we can do is prepare to react. And I think whatever at this point with America, I think whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Whatever terrible shit's going to come down the pipeline is going to happen. And it is our job to react to that. Now, a great reaction would be for all of us to band together. A great reaction would be, I don't really care what's going to come. This is my home country. I'm willing to fight for the literal soil under my feet or whatever, you know, thing that you want to throw at it. I just, I, I don't know what kind of wild shit is going to happen in this next year, but we all know that it's coming. We all know the next George Floyd's going to pop up. We all know for for a, a big race war. We all know Project Blue Beam is more than likely right around the corner. There's so many things in play that could happen, and they're just waiting. They have those pocket aces that they're just going to throw in their hand. 
whenever they need something to go their way and that could go either direction what it well, is we talked I don't about know. that before too dude we need to make the conspiracy bingo cards and have everybody yeah. fill out a sheet because i mean just do it by month january february you know march april may june i i say by june july right about right around june 19th seems plausible for some kind yeah. of race war to start um you know, and just what, and that's that'll be right in the middle of the next whatever disease, and you give X name, yeah, man, man. yeah, yeah. We should fill out uh, bingo cards and just see who wins by the end of the uh, the election next year. It, who who do you have for president? Anybody next year? Got any calls? No, no. I don't know if there's going to be one. That's what I think. That I don't know. I think we're kind of in that point now where I feel like will there even be an election? I don't know. The way that this uh, divided country is. And just the way that uh, what we've been through in the last almost four years, it seems like we're in like, I don't know, anything could happen. Like so I, I 100% can see them starting to push for more of a blatant communistic point of not having term limits. People have been saying we need to have in all of politics term limits for everybody. That way, everybody that is in the Senate and is in Congress gets swapped they have never done that and i 100 percent see it going the other direction of them abolishing term limits for presidents right at the most convenient time when somebody that they've put in there and has already served their eight years they would really like to have in again i could see that happening if gavin newsom is the nomination for the democratic party he is the fucking poster child for that side of the aisle i 100 percent see him winning winning quote unquote the election and winning it a second time and when they're coming up for the end of the second time by that point eight years from now nine years from now i see them working towards abolishing term limits for presidency so the term limits thing is funny and i think uh i think they figured out that four years was just long enough to get the other side riled up enough yep. that by the time the new election came around they can be like yeah we'll swing in the other direction then four years later got the other side riled up enough where they're like nah swing the other direction because that seems to be how it goes but yep cycles I, cycles of, but of I, pissing people off as far as like senators or something like that wouldn't it be great if it was like jury duty and every single person just gets summoned for this is your six-month term for senator and they got cletus under the cypress bridge it's his turn he comes out dreadlocks scratching the lice and stuff and there you got six months bro getting that senate seat and he's just up there talking mad shit that would be so entertaining can you imagine yeah but then i think you gen know z is like oh god oh no i was just gonna say you know that the the second reaction to that is just like picking a jury you're going to have both sides of the aisle going for a battle of who they want to nominate for that jury box. No, but it would be like a random number generator, like where they say jury summons is, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just a, a lottery or something. And all of a sudden you get a bum off the street. That's like, it's your turn, dude. So AI just amazing. does it for you. Yeah. <laughs> jury I think summons Gen Z are also is like bullshit. the perfect candidates though, because they're going to be running our country soon and they are Fuck. wild. They're super out of control. They don't want to listen to anything. We have a Gen Z child. Uh, we have two. Oh, it would be nuclear war <laughs> but, in like two weeks. But no, but that's the kids who just don't give a shit. The kids who are just attacking old people on the street and robbing them or just saying like, whatever, I'm just going to do drugs and eat Tide Pods. They're going to be the running our country. challenge. And OK, look, we raised them. So it's not like, you know, it's not all their fault. I'm just saying they're the best candidates to abolish term limits and make things go crazy and change things. It might be good. It might be bad. But I, I definitely see that that generation doing some crazy shit. That would be the next yeah. TikTok challenge. Who can get to the nuke red button first? 
Yeah. You know, what's interesting is the next generation is called the alpha generation. So they end at Z and they start at alpha. What, what, what's that all what's about? What's the cutoff? What, what, what's the fucking alpha generation? When does that start? Um, let me see. I'd have to, Soon. I'd have to look, right? I think, no, but it's interesting how they gave everybody those shots too. And then here's a new generation of people, alpha. Yeah. They should just start with beta. I think that makes more sense. <laughs> I think right. we're in beta now. Gen Z is the secret beta. The alpha's in the past, I believe. <laughs> Actually, that, yeah. that makes perfect sense. You call it the beta because at this point, it's a fucking beta test of non-humans walking around fucking making decisions for us. It's like, oh, we're going to beta test our humans uh, that we made on the public, and we'll see if they can start running shit on their own. Yeah. Look at Newsom or uh, Biden well he's just wrecked he's he's not a beta test he's like the end end game of a human <laughs> he's just drunk on baby cum 24 hours a day dude oh, he's just yeah. he's, he's oh. an old corpse that's just like he needs baby blood like he sucks him down like gogurts every fucking Balls. morning it's the only way that he fucking stays awake like what do you guys think about the clone at part of some people think he's a clone or a guy with a mask on. I mean, what is this? If you look at pictures of this guy, he's just different all the time in history. I mean, it's not even the same guy. I mean, the ears and stuff are all different. Yeah. Uh, oh, he used to be fun, dude. He used to be like racist and drop hard R's. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> dude, I was like, hey, that's my president. Where are you at? Nah, nah, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> now he's all woke <laughs> and gay. <laughs> No, I love talking about the clone thing, especially with Biden. I don't think he's actually a clone. I think I think it's some dude in a mask. Uh, we've talked about this much too. The the hyper realistic mask. Give that a Google. That is creepy shit. Yeah, I get served up ads it. on Facebook about it, and I'm like, if you can actually get that, and you can buy it as a consumer, what what does the NSA and the CIA have, and for how long? Like, I don't even know if uh, Trump looks like somebody wearing a mask to me. Like that doesn't even look like a real dude. It looks like a dude in a fat suit wearing a mask. So it looks like Trump wearing a Trump mask. Yeah. With extra orange. And all you have to do is get a voice modulator with a deep fake and rile that shit up with a bunch of linguistics from that person. And boom. You oh, you mean could... like this? This is President Donald Trump. And you're listening to Legit Bat Podcast, the best, most terrific show in America or the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> like Pretty that, spot yeah. on, huh? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. They, well, yeah, I, I've heard a lot of the clone stuff, too. And I wouldn't doubt that there is clones. I mean, they, they've I think they've been cloning people for a long time. But um, would they necessarily need to do it? I don't know. But if if people are clones of a clone, I like the idea, man, that like all the celebrities, all the people that they pick that are going to be like influencers and power and things, they have clones of them just in case they step out of line. Like, that's not the real Katy Perry. That's not the Eminem. real like. Yeah, Spears. Any 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 time that they fucking step out of line, they're like, "All right, you're dead," and they fucking give you a new one. And you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what they were doing to Kanye when he fucking. I, I like new Kanye. He's fun. He's hilarious. <laughs> it makes sense that they would though. Like, yeah, look at Britney Spears thing. Like, you step out of line, they Westworld you, and next thing you know, yeah. you have a shaved head and you're coming out of rehab. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. And now you're doing on. TikTok videos I've seen with some knives. Of those fucking videos though, dude. Like, I've seen some of the videos where they were like exposing her fucking Instagram videos. They're like, if you <laughs> slow it down, and then uh, like it's 
it, they literally, it was a fucking face that they put on there. It was like a Snapchat filter and it slipped for a minute and she had brown eyes or oh, whatever shit. the fuck it was. And I was like, holy shit, maybe fucking Britney Spears has never got off the conservatorship or maybe she's fucking been dead for, for a minute. And like, they're just raking in some fucking dough. Like, I don't know. Well, and then the counter argument to that is, or did they do the eye slip post edit to make you think that it was a facelift there's always a counter argument now with technology where you can't trust anything i've been going through pretty much on loop all six books from jack carr's terminal list and i'm in the book right now book five where they talk about alice alice from the rabbit hole is a uh ai that our government has about four stories down underground in a concrete bunker because she is very, very uh, susceptible to vibrations, heat, and all of this other stuff. And it's nothing more than a big conglomerate of copper wire in a room. And he goes in, puts on VR, and it connects to the VR and talks to him. Wait, isn't Alice the name of the AI from Resident Evil too? Or is that I believe so. Um, the Red I, Queen I think, or whatever? No, no, no. Al- Alice, I think, is the... Um, is the main character uh oh. what's her name and either way the idea was is that he what i love about the books is that he gives authors notes before and after the book so he'll tell you why he wrote the book at the beginning but then he'll fact check himself at the end of the book and tell you everything that was real and then the things that he kind of added in at the end of this particular book i i played the end credit for Lene and i said this is the most terrifying thing i've ever fucking heard is that he said i know nothing about quantum computing I had to go, no joke, down the rabbit hole of a bunch of research to even start to wrap my head around how this works. Here's the problem. Um, I had to tone... This is a terrifying statement. I had to tone down the reality so that it wouldn't get put in the science fiction category. Think about that. He had to tone down what he learned was real so that it wouldn't get put into the science fiction category. Because it was and, too unreal. Well, that's the thing is that if he if he actually said what was real, it would get put in science fiction, which tells you everything right there. He toned down the reality of what he learned so that it wouldn't get put in science fiction. Because if he actually told everything that was true, that's where it would get put. That's terrifying in and of so itself. I'm not familiar with this book. This is a nonfiction book that you're talking. No, about? it's a, it's a fiction book, but it's like almost a uh, historical fiction. So what he does, he takes real events, real people, and he has a character that he made up. And he's an ex Navy SEAL. Um, it very, I love his writing style. I love everything about. He did the terminal list on uh, Amazon Prime with uh, Chris Pratt playing the protagonist, um, and it's like the first book of the series. Uh, but basically, he said at the end of the very end of it, at, on his author's notes, he goes, "And for those of you asking, is Alice real? Well." Without confirming nor denying, I guess the best way to tell you guys is I should be just waving her hello right now. And he fucking ends the book. And I go, so whether Alice, the entity that he created for the book, the way he created it in the book is real is a whole different thing. But I didn't know this either. There are eight levels to the Internet. The dark web is level three. So what's the other five levels? Well, All the governments can go to about level six, level seven and eight. We can't physically go to because it's only capable of getting there 
with artificial quantum computing that has the ability to control it. Almost like a different dimension, you could wow. say. Yeah. And the crazy part is, is that the, the way that he described Alice is that they created a monster they can no longer stop because now that it's been created, she's going through trillions of acres worth of of RAM, which one normal quantum computer would take 600 years to compute and she can do it in like 20 seconds. And now she's basically created and learned her own entity to where you can't get rid of her anymore. You could destroy the copper wiring. You could destroy the whole facility. But that AI has now integrated to everything. It is. It, it so, was the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. Because something that Sam Bakrin freed, you know, that fucking fat dildo that uh, was part <laughs> of the... Anyways, he said something that he created. He was part of the creating of some doomsday fucking AI. And I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Is that what they're talking about? Is this referring to Alice, whatever this fucking. Well, that's the thing. So he's not. It's a very original work. He's not referring to anything that has really been written about before. The book that I'm currently in is for the most part, the character starts out with a conspiracy like this. And every time he goes deeper into the layer, it takes him farther back in his past. And so it's interesting because he had an entire book dedicated to September 11th. Now, granted, the September 11th that he was dealing with is the narrative that we have all been told. So he goes along with the narrative and then creates his own fictional story behind it and fictional characters that were, um, you know, affected by September 11th, the way that we've heard it in the narrative. And then he comprises his story around that. The reason why it's really, really interesting is because how he creates that narrative is with a lot of facts. And then, like I said, he tells you what is real and what isn't um, at the end of the book. There are the reason why it's crazy is because I've never had a book that I've listened to on Audible where it says paragraph one redacted paragraph two redacted. And then it continues on with the book. Because he knows things that every time he writes a manuscript before it gets published, it has to go to DOD and then they have to sift through it and they'll send back what they want him to redact and what they don't want him to redact. Some of it's silly. Interesting. They'll, they'll, they'll have him redact the word Delta Force as if we don't know what it is. But the reason why they redact it is because the kind of situation he is applying to Delta Force is so real that they don't want it associated with the fictional actions that they're taking. So you like just he, call it uh, Felta Dorse and then do the exact situation. <laughs> yeah, that would work probably. But yeah, like he it's very interesting how how he writes it and explains it because he's not good like whole books are 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 dedicated towards like one event that we're all very familiar with bioweapons he knew nothing about bioweapons so he went all the way down the hill with virology and immunology to create a scenario that would be very realistic in today's market including putting some nuggets of truth from our past of like yeah the russians developed this in this day can you Google it? Yeah, but you wouldn't know to Google it because it's a tidbit of information that you had never heard before. So then you go Google it and you find out, holy shit, that shit's real. They developed that back in 79 or whenever. Oh, my God. Now, you know. So like the way he comprises it and fact checks himself at the end, it's very interesting. I highly recommend that entire series. I'm about done with it for the third time and then I'm starting it over. Wow. Dude, the, the whole thing with Alice and the, the quantum computing AI shit is, um, first of all, I firmly believe there is definitely something like that if not a few of them i Absolutely. mean if we're allowed to have chat gpt and all these uh photo manipulators and video manipulators there's something that's way more powerful than that that they've probably had for quite some time 
they oh, yeah. being whoever you want to attribute they to. But it just uh, confirms my suspicions that AI is going to be whatever your perception of the Antichrist is. Because if you can't forget, get rid of it. Let's not forget where the internet came from. It came from DARPA. Mm -hmm. And DARPA yeah. created the internet. They're like today's, they're like Skynet from Terminator, basically. Yeah. They're, they're creating all kinds of stuff. In fact, I'm doing a show with William Ramsey in a week or so just on DARPA. So, uh, nice. but yeah, but that is, um, that is like, they, they gave us, well, the internet, they gave us, um, GPS, they gave us, uh, those creepy dogs. Yeah. Those, those <laughs> vaccination dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And they gave us, they look like the dogs from war of the worlds. If you ever watch the, the TV show, it's a series called war of the worlds. It's a different take on the original. They literally have like DARPA dogs in there that come up and like, poke you in the fucking face the episode Whoa. on black mirror metalhead i think is what it's called black mirror is way too close to reality or at and least they, getting called, close. they called a lot of shit they have called <laughs> so much shit like all the way down to those little things that they have recurring with the augmented reality it's like i don't i i i, I don't see now after a couple of years since all of those episodes came out how with where we're at with VR, AI and everything else that people can deny that that's going to be reality. People said that the, the Super Nintendo wasn't going to happen, that that was wild, that you could control any kind of picture on your TV. All eight bits of it. Y yeah, we're way past that shit now. It's like any time that somebody comes up with that kind of a conspiracy, I go, first of all, the reason why I think it's real is because I think it's already been out and we just don't know about it. And all they're doing is they're refining it to get it exactly where they want it before they release it to the public. Well, it's planned obsolescence, too, because if you slowly Absolutely. trickle this shit out, then you can make way more money in the process. Yeah, you even hold they back had, the capabilities. Exactly. They probably had the PlayStation 2 in the 80s, but we're just like, hold off. We'll drip it in, you know, 64 bits by 64 bits until we get to that point and we'll make so much more money. Absolutely. Well, some people say they're, they're like 50 to 100 years uh, ahead of what we're actually seeing maybe yeah. even more you know who knows i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt it at all well and the idea that that something like alice can literally go through any circuitry and um, meaning that if you if you plug in a smart refrigerator that has you know personal information and somewhat of the ai setting smart I Basically like how they say anything smart. that says smart. Yeah. yeah, if it's smart, which means that it has some form of AI motherboard in it to think for itself when um, a variable changes. Anything that has a camera on it, which smart camera, which smart uh, refrigerators do, because they can project a picture of what's inside on the outside of your fridge, so that you can see what's in your fridge without having to open the doors and lose the cold. So anything what like that. Bad retards are doing that. Oh, yeah, I well, not saying that that's not true, but it's that it's that right there, which is why I say it's so dangerous is because people see it as an as an amenity that they can afford when really all they're doing is they're paying for something that takes out their freedom a little bit more, takes out their privacy. Yes. So in in that book, the the scary part is that the protagonist is more on our side of things. He's learning all of this as a deep cover CIA agent that as a part of ground branch and he's like most of what i'm learning i disagree with it sounds one, like an updated 1984 almost uh, it's very orwellian and he actually refers to orwell's work because like i said he uses real things in the book so like he'll say man this sounds like you know james reese which is his fictional character uh is saying that this looks like something out of george orwell 1984 and it's like he puts those in there because that's exactly what it is. The idea that there is an AI 
that in a nanosecond can if there's somebody's lost so in in the case of the book he's looking for a sniper that doesn't use cell phones doesn't use smart cars or anything like uh later than like 1980 and the ai alice tells him oh that's okay the people around him do and he's yep. like okay so what if they shut off their phone and basically she laughs at him and goes you don't turn them off i mean yeah you can push the button and say power off but we saw back with snowden that you can power your phone off and it'll turn on it won't have any functions for you but they can power up the mic the camera and all of that stuff so in a nanosecond she can find anybody in the world who doesn't use technology strictly based off of cameras uh street cameras the people around them having uh phones that have microphones turned on and she can do it instantly where somebody who is inaccessible in a third world country somebody who has a phone or any kind of technology around them she can pinpoint exactly where they're at in real time that's why it's funny when people else. get uh, you know upset about like street cameras being up all over the place like england i guess has like the most street cameras ever mm-hmm. i wouldn't be worried about that as much as all the ones we carry around in our pockets right well that yeah sounds that's really true, tinfoil hat but i mean if dude, that's and true and there's can't, an AI. Like, stop the rape gangs that happen in like fucking in england and stuff there's like a bunch of muslims raping like young girls well, they and stuff. could, they they could stop. why would they yeah, but why would they exactly? Well, and I think that that whole minority report thing, the intention of committing a crime and stopping it prior to the crime because they know and uh, granted they had to put the sci-fi in there of the oracles because if they actually put it in there with AI, it would be too realistic. So they have to come up with something that separates it from real life so that in your mind you can justify it and minimize it and go, well, that's not the way that would never work. You can't take three bald. Yeah, exactly. You can't take three bald chicks that tell you when a crime is about to happen in a pool. But the idea is, is, but they're doing that. That's the whole thing. They already are. So well, yeah, I would say they the three 100... bald people are representative of AI, but that was kind of before real AI got big. Or was know? it? Was it before that? Right. That's, that's the whole thing. It's like if they could totally stop everything bad, but if they did that, people would know. Well, hold on a second. I agree they'd that show they. Their hand. Yeah, exactly. No. I I agree that they should stop. You know the the sex trafficking because they can watch it real time but also they're the ones doing the sex trafficking they're exactly. the ones making yes. the fucking kitty porn exactly they're the, they're the ones yeah. they take a moral it. stance and then do it and Dude, they, they you look at they get both. how much like like i don't even know why they fucking release this stuff and so you have to fucking take it with a grain of salt but it's like the cia and the nsa like in some other fucking shithole like three letter agency was like discussed like how many of their fucking own staff like they did like they audited their fucking computers and like it was like half the staff had kitty porn on their fucking computers and stuff like like our fucking government is full of these fucking pedos and freaks and i think that they are like and like none of them were punished there was one person in the cia that has been fucking um that has been a re- I don't know if a resident, but prosecuted, whatever. But he wasn't even prosecuted for that. It was because he was like also like talking to China or something. They they because they don't give a fuck. They're all fucking pedo freaks. No, and they just oh. hung that guy out to dry because they needed a clothes rack to hang all the hangers on, and so they used his to kind of get out as much of their dirty laundry on him as they could because they needed a patsy. So that that blows up. That guy's life is ruined 
for probably doing a hell of a lot less than what all the rest of them are doing. But now they can get away with it for a little bit longer because now the scandal is blown up. Justice has been served and everybody can move on with their lives in ignorance. Well, I think you that's see how why you get recruited to the CIA. I think you got to diddle a kid and they're like, hey, you want a job? You're my kind of dude. <laughs> you see, I mean, if, if that's true and it's ubiquitous throughout the government, you see why uh, child rapists and pedophiles and shit get like five years in prison. Meanwhile, you, you get somebody who like, I don't know, armed robbery or something, you know, 20 years. It's right. like, really? Which one's worse? Who's doing the uh, the penal code here? Also funny that it's called penal code. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do like the idea that back in the day, the idea of fucking with somebody's livelihood would get you hung. If you stole a horse, a horse thief would literally be put to death because a horse was their livelihood. It's how they plowed their fields. It's how they rode into town. It, you know, all of it. And I'm like, we should bring back public hangings because it takes no money and it could be just a nice Christmas event. And uh, even a nine millimeter wouldn't cost any money. Well, Everybody would donate. Thing. If you they donate, want, I'd, I'd if they in. want to do a shooting, bullets yeah. are hella cheap. It it only takes you know seven or eight. Problem with the idea, like I understand where you're coming from with some of that, but like also like just giving the government uh, the authority to fucking like that's my problem with like yeah, uh, the death penalty in general is them getting to decide who gets. Yeah, the they shouldn't. Death. That's no. Like, so, and it, so how do we decide who gets fucking the death penalty? And Just so, the like, community of the person that's in it. That small government, the way it was intended, where it goes down the ladder and you have independence from the people over you. So it's that, more that of, gets into a fine line of mob rule, though, too. And that's sure something that has also happened. So well, I don't think anybody has perfect. a good anything. Yeah, nobody has a good, you know, perfect system. And right. And there's like going to be innocent all, people, you know, right, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I would, for, I would be happy with no government, but you know, I mean, it's not realistic in this, day. but the roads, dude, who would make the well, roads? Okay, so I, I get the idea of government, and I do think that a governing body of like, because if you take a step back from how we are now and you look at the way it was intended, it's kind of like communism looks great on paper. But in reality, they've tried over and over and over again, and it clearly does not work. It's like because there's shitheads everywhere. I get the idea of governing body people that take an oath to be true and honest. You're trusting them with a collective voting decision for your community. Small. I get the idea of that, but that is never in this day and age how it will ever be played. It will never be played the way that it was intended before it's never going to happen and so and then where said, do you go from that communism works on a small scale a very small scale very small sure it, it could Commun work but you're still yeah but you're still going to get a shithead in there that mucks up the works or who doesn't want to do you know his part for the community right. or whatever you're well, always going to get that the story of that dude is that like bernie sanders had joined a fucking like commune in the 70s uh when he was like a young little like uh ideologue fucking socialist and he got kicked out for being lazy <laughs> weird that doesn't surprise me at all. He wasn't contributing. No. And I mean, that to me is the only kind of good, like socialism, communism. If you're like in a small, like commune where everything is voluntary and that's the key word. Like if you're, if you're in a voluntary community where you're like sharing all your shit, whatever, like as right. long as it's all fucking voluntary, I'm voluntarily sharing my shit and I can leave if I want to, I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, but the voluntary thing, that's where I mean the shitheads come in. Is You're going to always have those people that are going to voluntarily take that piece of shit out. Like, like the communities, like you, I mean, that's where like you establish ground rules. Like here's the ground, like uh, here's the ground rules of this community. If you want to live in this community, this is what you have, like the standards you have to live by. Right. Right. And so like, like, so you you don't get the fuck out. Right. So like if you had Nate, your job is not necessarily your job, but you're really good at like growing corn or whatever. Ben's really good at fixing cars. Joe's really good at making people laugh or something. Jen's good at, you know, making sandwiches and doing court justice. So, uh, so anyway, whatever, like that person's good at and wants to do whatever their passion is, let them do that. And then decide on a value of trade for that, not money or whatever. You decide on the value of like, what's the value of Ben fixing your car? Like if he comes over and he's got to replace my radiator, that's, and and not that we'd have cars in this situation, but you get it. Right. Exactly. Like how, how much, like (laughs) how many chickens say my job was uh, delivering things. Not that that's any relation to my real job, but say that's my, my gift to the community is I just, I'm a courier for everybody. So if Ben comes and fix my radiator, I'm like, how am I going to pay him back with my services? Guess what? You get a month of free. I'll deliver anything you want to anybody in the community. How's that sound? Well, and, and if, and if people were understanding about it, they would be like, you know what, actually I have time to do this and I don't really need anything right now. So go ahead and save it. And we'll, we'll, we'll just call it square for today. And if, a week from now, I don't have any business and I need a couple of eggs or I need some corn or whatever. Go ahead and I'll, I'll take it then. It really sucks for useless people. Well, <laughs> so I was also going no well, to point out disabled people and like, I mean, because I've, I've literally had these conversations with people and then I've had like, like, it's always women. It's always white women. <laughs> and they're always like, but they'll be like, yeah, but I have this disability, this disability, this disability, this disability. That's why I couldn't do this. That's why I couldn't do this This is why I couldn't do this. And so who's going to take care of me if this happens? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Nobody, bitch. You got to take care of yourself. What you're describing is the welfare demographic, and that's the shitheads I'm talking about. The ones that are like, I have fibromyalgia. I can't do anything. So, Hey, when I was a caseworker, most of the people that I served were white dudes (laughs) who were just like, sorry, I I live in my trailer, and I just want to eat my Cheetos. They were voluntary shitholes, and they're only allowed to do that because we have a a welfare system. If not, they would literally starve to death. Well, and, okay. If they actually had no, the hardship of no, like, they would not. They would be scrappy. No, it makes them lazy because it's there. It's like our kids. Do you think our kids would just sit and stare at the wall if they didn't have a phone to play on or a well, tablet to play on? I'm no, saying. they'd go play outside. Like if they were forced to. If there was no fucking net to catch them, then they would get their ass to work. Right. If you're hungry I mean, enough, all of you'll a sudden do they're stuff. like, "Oh, I don't feel so bad. All right, I guess I'll go blow that whole fucking football team and get some money." Like, <laughs> that was your service. I was going to point out too, though, is that when you made uh, the comment, Nate, about, you know, ground rules, this is what you're expected. You just laid out the exact platform for a governing body. So that kind of thing still is necessary. There has to be ground rules. And who's going to enforce the ground rules? You have to have somebody or everybody. Either way you look at it, there there has to be some form of governing body or ideologue or something for the people to look at and say, this is what's expected of me. This is what's going to happen if I do it. This is what's going to happen if I don't. So the, so the ideal, I, that's fine so too. Yeah. For me, like the ideal uh, governing body is like, I, 
anarchists will always say that anarchy actually means no rulers, not no rules. Like real fucking anarchists will say something like that, where they'll say like, we'll have like covenant communities where there is an agreement. Like we all like at least like, cause like by like, right. So like if I'm a Christian or something like that, or I don't want my kids to, to fucking chop off their wieners. Right. Like I, I'm not like, I'm not putting my little boy in a dress. Like these are like the, the culture that we fucking agreed to live by. And if like there's a dude that wants to put his kid in a dress, then you have to fucking kick them out of the community and they can go to their. And that's the whole thing is that you have to fucking live and let live. Like if we were ever going to have something like that, because like this is something that like right wingers and like libertarian type of folks like that want to have those like anarchist communities don't want to fucking talk about is that like if you're in this is something murray rothbard even talked about he was like if you're gonna have to have a community like that there are going to be fucking communities they're also like depraved and disgusting absolutely right there are gonna be like fucking- you'd have to have village living you'd have to go back to like small village living for any this really to work like that I think. right which is tribalism at its I was, core I let's was go just back about to, to say that i was like because then what you what, what you're doing is you're you're reverting to tribalism and unfortunately there isn't a happy medium anymore i i feel like in some regards historical tribalism brutal absolutely brutal and they had some not even in like a a uh i like uh religious format it was although most of every tribe had their own form of religion we've seen that with world religions and tribalism religions f- forever but at some point it's like right so as soon as you get a small community and let's say that is now the thing you can do fuck the government it all goes away you guys do what you want create your own. the first thing you're going to have is civil wars everywhere because one community is going to be the best and people want to be a part of it they'll uphold their end of it that community grows why? Because the rules that everybody's agreed on works best for a better demographic. It's of, like the free market for the free market for village living. The, and then as soon the as that happens, one. you have another tribe from a different community that you end up getting into some shit with because you're encroaching on our land. Now they go to war. You kill or or take out that community. And it progresses from there into the exact plateau that we are now. At some point, to kill and conquer is what takes over and typically it starts with preservation but at some point it turns into power when you realize that you're capable of squashing the resistance and growing your community based on the rules that everybody has agreed on in yours it grows and then it grows and then it grows and before you know it we have countries all over the fucking world living by different rules and we're here today with corrupt people that make it to the top and they ruin it for everybody the the shitty part is is that you know what are we going to do about it i don't know that we can that is the most terrifying thing to me is that i go i don't know that there's a solution to what we have again i think the freight train is gone we're just waiting for impact i think all of this is going to blow up in all of our faces and we're going to be here to pick up the pieces that's what i want to be ready for is what am i going to do when shit hits the fan to the point where we we're we're in a spot that we have to fight back physically we have well, to it seems like it's, ourselves. It seems like it's happened before. It seems like, like we talked about cycles. Um, it seems like this is what's happened over and over and over again, where people had the same ideas like this. And they're like, you know what? Let's just do a small thing. And all of a sudden you have the Egyptian empire and then it falls and you mm-hmm. have Rome and then it falls and you mm-hmm. have, I guess the newest one would be the United States empire. Ooh, yeah. what, 
you know, it always ends up fucking going down and they got to rebuild from scratch again. And all of a sudden there's pyramids and they're like, where the fuck did that come from? And everyone's like, I don't know. <laughs> Aliens. Like, I think all these communities start because people are dependent on each other. Right. So Ben, the way, when you were talking about the power that people you're, you were talking about it from the leader's perspective. And I was trying to think of it from, you know, the, the subject's perspective sure. of being dependent on that person because they provide you with food security um, sure. You know, some sort of governing body that's going to protect you, some protection, um, electricity, power, whatever it is, you know. And if we could all collectively just not be dependent on that individually as well, which is almost impossible. I'm asking for an impossible thing here. I'm just right. saying it hypothetically. If we could all not give a shit about what we had or didn't have and just protect ourselves you know, in our children or whatever, and then raise them to be self-sufficient as well, you know, to be mm -hmm. just as equal as us within a very short amount of time. I think the world would be a much better place because we wouldn't be saying, you know, where's mine? Why isn't this person doing this thing for me? There would be nothing to complain about because you would be accountable for every single decision. And yeah, like, I think right. that's what we've lost. Like if so you're hungry, very lost. Like I would love to do that to my kids. Oh, you're hungry. That means you didn't catch a rabbit today. Go fuck off and catch a rabbit. So you're not hungry. Like, <laughs> Teach them kindly to, to catch a rabbit. Well, no, I mean, at the you, point but... that it got to that, where they were entitled and we're like, I'm hungry. Why don't you have a rabbit? <laughs> okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, get a but, rabbit. But we're all like that. I think a little bit. I, I, I like what you said with that too. Th there was a, a phrase that I had heard, which is um, when I was in the Academy, actually, they said, if we just, wanted more of what we already have we wouldn't need to have what we want and i went oh shit yeah if like if i just enjoy the tv that i have then i won't need to go out and buy a new one and but be also be okay with not having one at all so if That's it goes true. away you're okay you're like, okay be with, okay you with just yourself it's yeah. very like and i'm not trying to be like woo, woo spiritual or weird like just be okay like you'll figure it out just know it's going to be fine instead yeah. of saying well this is you go to blame this is this person's mm -hmm. fault or you go it's my fault and then hate yourself for it instead of saying what can i do in raising yourself up i think a lot of people when they get in these communities even, you know, just say like some rural weird commune or whatever, they're still depending on other people. Everyone has to yeah. pull their weight. And if they don't, right. that's when they get in trouble. But everyone should know how to do everything and be okay with everything on their own so that there's no conflict. Does that make sense? Like, I know it sounds really yeah. weird and like girly to say, but it's, if you could just say like... Every single, yeah, because we are so community based. Like humans are, we like, we humans are community based. Yeah. I know, I know. That's why it's but easy I to control us, saying. though, from an outside perspective. Like, if there was an AI like Alice who is controlling us or some weird elite group or aliens or whoever, it's so easy to control us. They just watch what we do and they're like, it's like a fucking community of ants. So look at these right, cars. Let's just put a rock down and watch for. them go away. Yeah. yeah. Be easy. They're going to do we, the same things not, every time. We've never not been under big empires either in history. I mean, you go back mm -hmm. to ancient Sumer, Babylon, uh, you got Egypt, Rome, Greece. We, we've never seen a world without big elites um, right. not controlling it. So we can go back to the know. Garden of Eden. Look what they did. They turned uh, God, the government turned Adam and Eve against each other. And look where we are. But look at like friend groups. Wouldn't it be cool if we just formed communities based on people we liked? Because if we all had a community, I wouldn't give a shit if like our best friends were like, dude, we're sick this week. We can't do shit. Sorry. Can We'd you plot like, my field? No big deal because we're already surrounding ourselves with people we love and we know that they're not 
shitty people. So we know that when they can get back on their feet, they're going to do the stuff they need to do or, you know, to help out or whatever again. That's and we what, wouldn't have a reason to have resentment. That's what I mean. That's why depending. it works on a very, very, very small level. And I All think right. they tried to extrapolate that out to things like the United States where they're, they're, they're scaling it. And when you scale that kind of an idea, it just goes to shit real fucking quick. I think that's because we're so close minded as a species. Well, some of us are. I think most people are in general. And I think I, I don't mean that's not an insult. It's just, we are, we we're comfortable with the things we're comfortable with. And when something's outside our comfort zone, we tend to just move away from that thing. And if someone attacks you or says something you don't like, or you feel attacked, there's, that's well, also very human too. Cause if you weren't it like is. that, it would be really weird and kind of boring. Probably. That's, that's where shit always gets fucked up. Like again, communism look, looks great on paper, but they always say the one reason why communism never works is because you haven't added in the variable of human nature. It's like, that's why no system will ever work perfectly because human nature at some point, you're going to have a degenerate, a deviant, uh, whatever it is that's going to come in and it's going to fuck some shit up. And even if you get rid of that problem, it's going to start asking some questions where now you go, okay, we just had to deal with a brand new fucking problem that we never thought we'd have to deal with. So we have to come up with a framework. Should that ever happen again? Boom. You just drafted a new bill. Like, Rule number one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You, 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 just, you just made more framework for a potential... And I, I, I think that when it comes all the way back to where our world is at and where America is at, I still can't say that I would rather live anywhere else. Every time that we talk about this type of shit, I still have to look at my life and go, you know what? I have everything that I need and so, so much more. Yeah, things are not as good as they were 15 years ago. They're, it's not easy. But I, I don't... I, I, I just can't bring myself to say that, well, I would rather live somewhere else. And I don't mean in California. I definitely want to live somewhere else in California. But I, I'm consistently reminded every time I go through something really, really rough, when I make it out on the other side and, and things start to smooth out, is I always go, you know what? I'm really thankful for everything that I have. And I know that I'm not saying that as in like people like you guys aren't or anything. Most everybody that I know in this community, they're thankful for what they have. They enjoy simple living. It's just, I wish that it was better, but I'm also one person with a, a very subjective view of what better is, and it's never going to work for everybody. So every time I go and we talk about this type of stuff, it's like, fuck, I still am happy with everything that I have. I still wouldn't really want to live, you know, <laughs> in Manila, like... I don't. You know, I, it makes I, me it, same same thing. Uh, every time something's hard or difficult, I'm like, you know what? At least I don't live in Canada. Fuck yeah! Like, it could be so much worse. Where's Dave's at? Yeah, buddy. I mean, it's way fucking easier to live in the most powerful empire that's ever existed. Yeah. Because otherwise, what you could become a victim of our foreign policy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to fucking be in Somalia. I wouldn't want to be in Yemen. Yeah, we, we're the They're fucking. Just bringing freedom to those people, dude. We They're bringing the democracy. The we're state. allowed. <laughs> we're allowed to talk shit about it like this. Yeah. So many, so many countries would not even be allowed to have this conversation about the country that they live in, and we can till we're blue for in now. the face. Yeah, no, for, for now, now, I agree. Okay. But yeah, I mean. I don't know. Everything's so fucked up that I, I don't know which way is up. And to tell you the truth, I'm just kind of I'm letting go of the reins when it comes to our country. And I go, I don't know what's going to happen, um, but I don't think that we're going to stop it. I think that we just have to brace for impact and be willing when the opportunity is right to pick up the pieces and try to make it better. Yeah, we, yeah. we're not going to stop it. We can make jokes and uh, laugh Fuck about yeah. it while we go. Yeah. <laughs>
What I've noticed from my travels, like I've been to the UK, Australia, New Zealand, I've been to Canada a long time ago, I, but those countries, because they're under the, the crown or the, the Commonwealth, they are, um, they're not being systematically destroyed as much. I see America on a different path than those ones because they, they kind of are more, uh, well, they're more controlled. But, you know, they're not too much more controlled, but they definitely have that in place. So I see them on a kind of a more new world order path where America might be on more of like a destruction path. Like, well, I see homeless everywhere, everywhere. Now, I'm sure you guys do in all your places, too. Like, oh, yeah. You know, um, dysfunctional man or near Portland. Yeah. We see homeless. Oh, you. we were just in San Francisco last weekend. It was interesting. It's legit poop on the streets. We saw it. We had toilet paper. So at least we know they wiped. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. They're sanitary then. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, that you bring that up because I look at things like San Francisco and how it, it's made global news at this point, the the uh, state that San Francisco's in. Everybody's heard about it. And I go, that's going to spread because they're not. it's not like they're going to make any decisions that make our lives better. They're going to make decisions that make their lives better from their quote-unquote ivory towers. It is going to spread until California is the place that you don't want to go. California is the bad neighborhood <laughs> of the states. Like, wow, you're really brave for moving to California. It's like all it is is up here or down here. And 90% you went from of the around here, here is your boy. <laughs> well, they're just making <laughs> yeah. it impossible to live here. So uh-huh. my new job, I work for a broker in the Bay Area. You can buy a piece of shit house for $800,000 in the Bay Area. Do. Just in case you're wondering. Holy it's shit. insane the pricing you have to make a million dollars a year to oh. afford to live here and i mean not here not where we live we live in the boonies but in that area in the nice areas of california yeah she's pre-qualifying somebody for like a million dollars and she's like holy fuck and they're like well no that's like nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> pre-qualified yeah. them for four hundred thousand, and that's like a pretty nice house where we live and they're like oh that's not that's not gonna get a that's message. a studio it's 10 a sh- stories up <laughs> a trailer or a fixer up it's a shack with a hole in the ground for a toilet like that's it's, a, 400, it's a studio 10, 10 stories up and you still got to go all the way back down outside to use the outhouse that's four hundred thousand dollars in like San right over there in hawaii it's gotta be some something close to that oh, right? it's the same yeah it's the same Fuck. if not worse just because um we're limited to space so what people pay for mm-hmm. here for a million dollars is probably better better space value may, well maybe not in san francisco it's pretty congested but it's so expensive here like everybody moves out of here i might have to move out of here i can barely afford it you know it's just at um, least you can poop in the water over there there's plenty of water <laughs> yeah you can do that if, if, yeah sure i've done it i love yeah. i love how out of everything that was joe's silver lining yeah. oh my god why aren't the homeless pooping in the water though you know they, they're pooping on the street <laughs> over here too you're walking out here like mentally, that is not a resident poop mentally. that is a homeless poop you the can water is fucking cold in san francisco that's why they're not getting in there to shit oh, yeah. it's funny. nice and warm your butthole kind of gets like caressed in the hawaiian water a little bit of a hawaiian bidet you know yeah yeah doing a hula dance in the reef but yeah this place is falling apart definitely um out here i see it um not just because of the cost of living but everything you guys see over there same over here it's the exact same yeah Yeah. things would be everywhere now and unfortunately you're very isolated it's like one of those things where it's when you get when you get stuck it's really hard to get out of it because it's like yeah it's tough but it's still manageable and i think they do that on purpose they keep us right on the cusp 
of it being so bad that everybody would just jet. So they just keep it hard enough to maximally fuck us without going to a breaking point, which for a lot of people, that's different. I, I admire all the people that have been like, nope, they passed that law, fucking out. And then they sell their shit and they move somewhere else. Good for you. Do more what's, of that. What's your red line, Ben? Well, what's it going to be for you? I feel like what's my that? red line already done got passed. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely have not had the ability to move out yet. Like when Lene and I first got together, I was coming back into the workforce after five years of not of being completely dependent on somebody else. Are you in and California? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're in nor Northern, Northern California. We're like five hours from San Francisco and like 12 to 14 hours from LA. Like okay. we're, we're two hours South of the Oregon border. People don't even know this part of it exists <laughs> most of the time. Okay. But I think my red line done got like passed. I think the cheese fell out of my sandwich a while ago when it came to California. But I, I, because of the climate of that stuck thing, I don't have the means I'm, I, I entered back in the work world and I'm trying to get far enough ahead that I can move out, but I'm not even there. I'm not at the point of being capable of moving out yet. And I want to so bad. I did it once. It was fantastic. And then I came back because I didn't have a choice. And to be fair, though, you moved from one shithole to Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know why you think that was much better because sorry, anybody in Florida. No, no, no. Florida sucks when it comes to people. I'm not saying Florida was better for the people, but the laws, the freedom that you had to just live, the economics, everything. Florida was the one where I saw under a dollar a gallon gas for the first time since I was six. There were a lot of perks. Granted, I didn't like it because I'm from California. The social climate was totally different. Okay, that one's not for me. Nowhere's perfect. My point is, is that I'm sure that there is somewhere out there that, although not perfect, probably acclimates to me a little bit more than fucking California. Well, see, I, I don't think it really matters on the state. If you're if you're outside of the uh, the radar of the government, which is really hard to do, but you could do it. You got to dig a hole in the ground. Uh, no, but if, like I, I was telling Jen, like I've said it a bunch of times, I'm this close from just selling everything I have and disappearing. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Fuck the government. Fuck everybody. I'll Live move into RV the forest. Lifestyle. I'll fucking hunt squirrels with a uh, slingshot and be goddamn happy <laughs> off my tits because I don't have any other obligation. But we have to wait till the to kids that finish graduating high school. Yeah, That's exactly yeah, where I'm at, Jen. Yeah, I get fucking jealous sometimes because like out here yes. in Oregon and I'm sure in parts of California, like the hobos have better fucking like like property protection than, yeah. than normal people do. Yeah. Like I'm watching some of those hobos like they can literally like set up on a sidewalk and you're not allowed to touch their shit. Yeah. Like the, cop the clears cops it, they get can't. In trouble. Yeah. yeah, cops can't touch their shit. That's their fucking. They property. can go into someone's house and live there. And if they've been there yeah. long enough, that person upon going yeah. back home and realizing, hey, you've been in my house vandalizing it. They can't. Who the them. fuck is going to spend four hundred thousand dollars on a shithole when I can just put up some pallets and say, this is my house now, bitch. Like I <laughs> it's so, so counter. Jealous. It's so counterintuitive, too, because if you try to do that as an upstanding citizen, they yeah. won't let you like you can't go stake four four corners and go no, oh, this is my plot of land i'm gonna sleep shit here on, on the ground the sidewalk. you take some dirt rub it on your face shit <laughs> on the sidewalk i'm one of them now 
You have to break from society. I'm a fucking faggot retard driving to work at 6 a.m. And I'm watching this hobo playing like dress up in fort. And like he's building forts (laughs) out of pallets. And he's roasting weenies and drinking a beer at 6 a.m. And I'm driving to work like a fucking clown. What the fuck? (laughs) He's living his best life, dude. We all feel that one, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Trust me. I saw some special on homeless in Portland and there was like this guy interviewing this homeless lady. She's like, he's like, what, what's it like being homeless? Oh, it's really easy. We go over here and get fed. And then we, and then we get high and then we go over there and we get fed and and we get high and it's like, that's it. That's, and then we're going to work today, stuck in traffic and, and struggling. It used to be that you didn't give money to those people. It used to be that it was like, oh, okay, you're actually don't have anything wrong with you. You're making a conscious choice to to leech off. This. Yeah, I'm not going to help you. And now it's like, well, you don't know their story. It's like, you're right. I don't. And I don't want to because no offense. <laughs> I know enough people's stories and I don't like As any of them. Where we live, there's like a methamphetamine problem that's rampant here. So most of the homeless are also on lots <laughs> and lots of drugs on a regular basis. You don't want to be around any of that. No, they'll, um, they'll steal yeah. shit from you. I, I got to dip out, guys. Don't stop the conversation nope. if you guys aren't done yet. But I, I do probably got to wrap it up myself, even though. Yeah, I probably do. Yeah. Wife's okay. on now. But um, yeah, well, well let, let's uh, I guess concluded. I I'm, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's great to have a conversation just random like this. I don't do too many roundtables on China Down. But uh, uh, yeah, America is definitely going in a crazy place. And I can see that uh, we do have to be prepared. But um you know, I, I'm not a gloom and doomer either. I don't like to put people in like uh, the audience in like a situation where like, God, that sucks. I heard. Yeah. He said, we're all going to die basically. So, <laughs> but you know, I think people need to be aware that we're coming into a kind of a pretty crazy time. We're coming up to tumultuous. Years. Yeah. 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 Just be aware. Uh, you don't have to be doom and gloom, but at least don't put your head all the way in the sand. Maybe one eye in the sand. I do that. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I try to like tune out, but I'm also kind of like, and I poke out every once in a while and be like, oh yeah, it still kind of sucks, but whatever. Also don't freak out. Think of a time when, when you freak out, when something bad happens and then you miss the things that are going on where you could have done something differently. If you just calm down and take a deep breath, you'll Mm -hmm. take the best actions that you could possibly take. So don't worry about what's coming. Take a deep breath, preferably at the business end of a joint. That'll really help your deep breath a lot. Sure. Well, (laughs) and it also will make you not give a fuck about what happens. Yes. And if, and if you're really down and out, you can always try to suck, start a shotgun. It's up to you. You got to put a tow trigger on it. Then you've come so far. And you go there. I was going to say, I, say, for, I, I 100% agree. And I, I, I used to say it all the time when we would end podcasts. <laughs> just stop being assholes. Stop being assholes to Don't each other. Don't be a dick. Stop Don't it. be a dick. Find things. Don't worry about the big world problems. You're not going to solve them. Worry about small community things. Try to go do things in your spot of living to make your area better. You need to if you need to feel if you feel like you need to get into the politics to really be that change, you probably won't make it far. Not not going to lie to you. But if you want to try more power to you, start small. Try to like Jordan Peterson said, stop worrying about other people's shit and go make your bed. Clean up your own room before you start talking about other people needing to fix their shit. So don't be assholes. Be nice. That's good. I agree. I'm white-pilled as fuck, dude.
white pill this fuck. Could have fooled I me. Give a fuck. Maybe I maybe I'm full head in the sand. Maybe I'll, maybe it's just my toes sticking out at this point. I just don't give a fuck. And I'm just gonna take care of my family, my wife, my kids. I'm gonna drink some whiskey, which I'm doing right now. That's all you can do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm taking care of them. That's it. That's all you can That's do. We, I'm going to watch the world burn and I'm going to fucking pop some popcorn. So cheers, beers, fuck the queers. Let's have fun, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, guys, thanks for coming on. It's it's awesome. Uh, so um, legit bat, you guys, um, where do people find your stuff? Does any podcast player? Yeah, pretty much any podcast player, YouTube, Rockfin, uh, Telegram, Instagram, all the grams. And did I miss anything this time? I mentioned Instagram. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. And then reality's ours. Every podcast player. Yeah, every podcast player. We got the Rockfins. If you want to watch our videos and see our pretty faces, we got, uh, I don't know, check us out on Spotify, YouTube for now. We're getting videos taken down constantly. Uh, we're doing lots of dumb, fun stuff. Like uh, Thomas has lots of projects going on. He's got a new comic book that he just came out with Sam Tripoli called the Chaos Twins. So everybody check that out, chaostwins.com, um, paranoidamerican.com. And uh, realities are, said, we're just having fun, dude. We're having a real gnostic month this week. I think we're we're talking with uh, talking with Howie Howdy Mikowski. That's gonna be fun. We're talking with uh, he's who's great. that guy. Uh, yeah, Howdy's fucking cool, dude. Uh, we're gonna talk to David Ike again, and we're talking to somebody else that I can't fucking remember the name of. So we're gonna have a very gnostic month this this month. And uh, dude, come and check us out. We just have lots of fun and inter- interesting conversations, and we talk about dick jokes and Sasquatch dick and all the fun stuff. And we drink whiskey while we do it. And, and if nobody's aware, Thomas, the paranoid American, has more talent in his. Dip, dick tip than all of us combined <laughs> yeah thomas is the best dude yeah everybody check it paranoidamerican.com fucking go suck his dick he's the shit all right well guys thanks for coming on great conversation i hope people get something from it um yeah we can only worry about what's right in front of us and turn off the tv that's what mm-hmm. i said the tell live yeah. vision thank you so much yeah thanks, thanks guys for having us on. yeah Bye, guys I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah, the uh, question at the beginning I posed to you as a listener, and I talked to my international audience equally. Um, you know, even though the show started out with, you know, what's going to happen to America, but what is going to happen to your country if America falls or something happens big and, you know, a worldwide event? Uh, you know, we, we just have to kind of live our lives still you know don't be stuck in fear but um it is a question i pose to anybody in the audience and you know what do you think is going to happen to america you can leave comments on on podcast players if you like uh or any anything you see this or listen to out there or as as well as you can um write me at at people beyond this at gmail.com uh, or leave a voicemail on the website. That's a feature that um, I can feature you on the show. If you want your voice on the show, leave me a vo- voicemail on ChannaDownRadio.com. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad that uh, I was able to get those guys on. This is the first time ever where during the middle of an episode, 
I had to go pee, so you might have noticed that I dropped out for a little while there. Hey, I had to do what I got to do, and, and uh, uh, you know, some podcasters pee in jars, and that's all good too, but I didn't have that handy. Yeah, a little, little uh, you know, broadcaster uh, inside info on what podcasters do when they got to go. But anyway, um, so if you want to help uh, check out... Um, my archives, I, I strongly recommend it if you've never really gone that down that far. Don't worry. Don't just go back and you won't be disappointed. It's not about what year it is or whatever, you know. Uh, the newest isn't always the best on this show. But yes, if you can help leave reviews and help the algorithms of this show, it, is, it helps me as a one-man show where I barely have time to promote the show. We got about two more episodes left this year and I do want to bring it good. Um, before we close out the year and next year well i'm gonna be working still pretty hard on this documentary which might uh hurt the show in a little bit as far as not as many frequent episodes but right now still got some great stuff for you so yeah if you like the show help support the show in any way possible uh, i appreciate all of you uh much love and chant down the system in your lives every day get back to who you really are and what the system really is. Down radios coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Channel Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole Cause what you see real life You're watching this world unfold The truth in need to lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's shut it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch and elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's benefit so we can get this kind of road And get the future Generators want to start the whole thing With the message in this city, we can start a post Taking in the simulator and getting lots of numbers Waking up the possibility, try to stop hypnosis Shh.